This is Unsolved Mysteries of the World, Season 1, Episode 13, The Stardust Ranch. Most people in the UFO community are familiar with the Skinwalker Ranch and what mysterious events have gone on there for years. But close by in the Valley of the Sun in Arizona lies another strange place, another ranch, with incredible stories of alien creatures, paranormal activity, UFOs, and one man's attempt to keep his family safe, even if it means shooting at E.T. with AK-47s and taking them on with samurai swords. Indeed, the story of the Stardust Ranch is absolutely mental. But let's take a look at this location, the people involved, the research conducted, and why billionaire and researcher Robert Bigelow, who owns the Skinwalker Ranch, took interest in this property. Psychiatric therapist John Edmonds and his wife Joyce, a former FBI employee, saved enough money to buy their dream ranch where they hoped to rescue and raise horses and canines. And in 1996, they purchased the Stardust Ranch in Buckeye, Arizona. The dream ranch would immediately start to prove problematic. The previous owners had left all their belongings inside the house. John reached out to the real estate agent that had sold them the house and was advised that everything would be removed in a few hours. When John returned to the house, he found that all the belongings were at the bottom of the empty pool. John became furious and rang the real estate agent. He was advised the previous owners arrived at the ranch only to find the stuff already inside the empty pool, and they refused to retrieve it. John would end up discarding everything himself, but has always wondered who moved everything into the pool when the main gate was locked and secure? After cleaning up the pool and the yard and moving into the ranch house, John found a stranger approaching, machete in hand. John, unarmed at the time and very apprehensive, approached the man and asked him what he was doing and to leave the grounds. The man indicated he lived on the ranch and John assumed the man was mentally ill and in a calm but assertive voice asked the man to leave. The man, hearing that John was the new owner, turned and walked away, but then stopped and said, You are going to wish I was here. There are monsters on this property, and I kill them. John watched the man leave the property and decided to keep an extra watch in case he returned. On several nights, both John and Joyce started seeing lights. They believed it was a flashlight and went to investigate, only find these orb-like lights zoomed off out of sight sometimes across the land, other times up into the atmosphere. For several years, John and Joyce never mentioned the orbs or the other incidents that occurred at the ranch. They were both credible, intelligent, hard-working folks who operated a horse and canine rescue ranch and did not want the stigma of being a witness to paranormal or UFO encounters. But things seemed to escalate as several of the rescue horses were found dead mutilated, with their eyes and tongues removed. Researchers have claimed the deaths and the mutilations were not consistent with animal or scavenger attacks. And then things got even more strange. Both John and Joy started seeing beings late at night following sightings of the light orbs. They claimed that they see what we typically describe as gray aliens, small three-foot-tall beings with large heads and bulging eyes and skinny limbs. John indicates that the alien beings have recently been making more appearances, but before that were more discreet. 
making clandestine visits to them while they slept. They seem especially drawn to Joyce, who has been harassed on numerous occasions during which she is unable to move or scream. They have woken up to puncture-like wounds on their skin with blood as if syringes were used on them during the night. Many times they have large bruises in their inner thighs, stomach, and chest. There are also events they cannot account for and fear that during this lost time, they were abducted. One time, John and Joyce were awoken to find that three rescue Rottweilers were barking and then attacking one of the alien creatures. The creature retreated and the dogs were called back unharmed. However, just days later, they simply dropped dead. When the visits increased and the attacks were getting more invasive, John decided to arm up, including purchasing knives, swords, handguns, shotguns, and even assault rifles. On several occasions, he shot at the creatures and kept them at bay. In one hand-to-hand encounter, John took a samurai sword and pierced the creature, but it seemingly vanished into thin air. According to John, a chunk of flesh remained on the sword. John sent this piece of evidence to be tested by scientists. The samples were sent to Michigan to be analyzed by biophysicist and crop circle researcher W.C. Levengood who had been collecting samples of the Stardust Ranch's soil. When the research on the tissue and the fluid sample were completed, he reached out to John Edmonds and claimed he had discovered the holy grail of alien evidence that linked cattle mutilations that occur across the country. The tissue is pure hemoglobin that is not found on this planet and only seen at sites where cattle has been mutilated. The evidence seemed to also contain what seemed like grass at first, but was actually a plant crossed with animal-based substances not seen on Earth. This is, of course, all according to John himself. Biophysicist W.C. Levengood stopped writing to John suddenly, which appeared strange because he was very enthusiastic when corresponding with him earlier. Levengood left the research incomplete as he died in 2013. Then visits by the men in black started to occur. John and Joyce both witnessed them. Men dressed in black with unmarked cars observing the ranch. When approached, they advised John not to go public with any information he has. When Joyce, a former FBI employee, tried to identify the vehicles, they had no markings, no plates, no way of identifying them. The men also refused to answer who exactly they were. That's when John decided to tell his story and go public with all the previous encounters and experiences, making appearances on Coast to Coast AM and inviting others to the ranch. Joyce, however, has remained silent and indicates she wishes to have no publicity and refuses to do interviews altogether. Project Camelot and those seeking a fantastic paranormal UFO type of story visited the ranch and have claimed to have seen the alien beings and recorded them. In one instance, they claimed to have photographed one of the greys and immediately showed John the preview on the camera to prove to him that there was no Photoshop trickery going on. The image will be available on our Facebook page. The image, however, shows a very shallow depth of field, meaning the grey was about two inches from the lens. It is blurry as well, and is the perfect replication of a plastic toy alien. In our opinion, the photographer held up the toy alien and quickly snapped a photo, 
replacing the toy in his pocket and showing the preview to John, who believed the photographer actually had evidence. The same group also claimed to have found an engraved rock they said was probably dropped by the aliens. And if you are familiar with the Roswell rock, you know this is a deliberate hoax. In their YouTube interview with John, they have disabled comments, stifling any skeptical comments or inquiries. Other videos with disabled comments are one that reportedly show an alien peeking at John from behind. Where the video is copied and comments allowed, viewers quickly point out a natural explanation for the alien. Other Paris celebrities have also visited the ranch, including Zach Baggins and the Ghost Adventure crew, who claimed that the alien beings were actually demons, or a combination of extraterrestrials and demons. Of course, we cannot take anything this program does seriously, as they are not there to research and provide good information. They are there to sensationalize and attract viewers. However, even their fans were screaming bullshit during the airing of this episode. John decided in 2016 to put the ranch on the market, seeking $2.5 million dollars, significantly more than what he had paid for it. There was very little interest, however. Researcher and billionaire Robert Bigelow, who owns Skinwalker Ranch in Utah, decided to investigate the claims and perhaps purchase the property. Due to privacy, the investigation and subsequent purchase deal was not made public. However, it appears as if Robert Bigelow was not interested in purchasing the property. The ranch was then taken off the market, making some speculate that John had fabricated the stories in order to get Bigelow's interest and cash out a millionaire. Recently, the ranch has been put back on the market. However, the price has been doubled to $5 million. And once again, John said that Bigelow is once again considering making an offer, as new evidence has been made available. John has collected photograph and video evidence of the light anomalies, and believes that he has captured evidence of portals to other dimensions. These photos will be made available on our Facebook page. Recently, John said he was branded by the aliens. There was no warning, nothing to see, hear, or communicate with. A pain and a sense of crushing pressure followed by the indentation in John's leg. Both John and Joyce have experienced skin punctures, triangle depressions in their skin, and have seen bruising and skin disfigurement similar to what one would experience if exposed to radiation, followed by nausea, gastrointestinal distress, and chronic fatigue and muscle weakness. Joyce has been reported to be levitating on several occasions, and John has handcuffed her to the bed overnight in order to not allow for any abduction. Previously, when she was levitated into a beam of light to board a UFO, John opened fire with an AK-47, and she was promptly brought down. These types of reports are so incredibly unbelievable, but John says that they are all true. In fact, all his encounters were written down in a self-published book called The Ascension Code, co-authored by Elaine J. Keller. However, for some reason, none of the Amazon links to purchase the book seem to work. The co-author's other books, such as a Mother's New World Order handbook, How to Survive the Illuminati and Other Dangers, Yes, you heard me correctly. They work. It appears the co-author was hired for about $15,000 to help produce the book, and somewhere along the way, something went sour. Both websites registered in John's name are non-functional. 
The book webpage, however, is hosted at a free site, Weebly, and appears abandoned. On July 10th of 2017, a GoFundMe campaign was launched by Alex Reworks, a Chicago native, to purchase the ranch for $5 million. It is unclear who Alex is, or why he wants to purchase the ranch, or why you should shell over money to help him own a ranch. So far, donations have peaked at $62. John continues to operate the ranch as a rescue business, but has been continually harassed by thrill-seekers ever since the Ghost Adventure show aired. Love having visitors plan a trip to Stardust Ranch to check out all the weird stuff that happens on the ranch, but drop-in visits are a different story, says John. From this day forth, anybody who wishes to drop in, unexpectedly, will be charged $500 per visit. Last night, I had an individual sitting outside the front gates from 10 p.m. to at least 11. Come on, people, not cool. Also, good way to get arrested or worse. We live here. This isn't alien Disneyland or friggin' Walmart. We are not open 24 hours a day. Be thoughtful. Even the aliens get pissed off when you act thoughtlessly, he says. So, if you are going to insist on instant gratification, you're going to be charged for it. Exception made for Publishers Clearinghouse. If you want to award us that gazillion dollars, you can drop in any time, he concludes. But let's get serious for a moment. What is really going on at the Stardust Ranch? Is there an interdimensional portal allowing for some extraordinary events to take place? Is John's story true? Or is it altogether a grand hoax? Or is it a combination? Are others taking John's stories and adding to them to further their own agendas? There has yet to be real, truthful, scientific investigation by actual UFO researchers. Yes, para-celebrities and YouTubers have visited, but these have not produced any substantial evidence. They just seem to muddy the waters and cause even more skepticism. As for Stardust Ranch and John's story, it, for now, remains unsolved. Please join us next week when we take a look into the Lost Lemon Mine, where you could discover clues on finding one of Canada's lost gold mines. You just need to get past the curse first. Hey guys, I'd like to take a quick break to tell you about a new podcast we just started called Weird News Daily. And like the title suggests, it's weird, it's news, and it's daily. If you like strange, unusual, funny, sometimes scary news stories, grab a beer with us and check it out. Just search Weird News Daily on iTunes or your favorite podcast directory. Brighten your day, your drive, your commute with us. Again, that's Weird News Daily. 